Hi, my name's Trevor. Oh, hi, Trevor. Well, my name's Harland, Harland Williams, and this is my podcast, The Harlan Highway. Glad to have you here. Um, welcome, everybody, to the Harland Highway podcast. What a treat, what a treat. Um, interesting show today. Uh, Aunt Ruthie, this will be the very first time I actually catch Aunt Ruthie on the phone. Normally, she just calls in and, and leaves a message. This is the very first time on the podcast where we actually are on the on the call at the same time. So very exciting. That'll be fun. Um, also, uh, I'm going to tell you a little story how the other night I got a little bit molested. I got a little bit sexually groped and molested by a woman. And it was kind of interesting how I had to had to play it. Yeah, it turns out you women like to do molesting too. How about that, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Also, uh, oh my gosh, uh, we did a story the other day. We had a call from Kim Jong-un from North Korea talking about his nuclear program. And today we're having a proud American soldier, Colonel Lieutenant uh, Corporal Captain Tom Dowdy, a, uh, a military veteran who uh, has done it all, seen tons of service. He's going to give us his assessment about the nuclear threat from North Korea. But no threats here. We're all friends because this is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Woods? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Up, up and away, my beautiful, my beautiful breasts. Yes, I have beautiful breasts. And not one of you will ever get to fondle them. Screw you. I respect my breasts. I know you won't. The hell am I talking about? Um... I was at an, uh, at an event the other night, and uh, it was like a comedy event, and I went backstage, and you, you know, you always meet people. There's always people running and jumping around, and uh, I, I, I met a, there was a woman there that I knew, and she had a friend who I didn't know, and the friend was all like hyped up and excited and liked what I did on stage, and she she for some reason like grabbed my nipples right through my shirt. And she was kind of doing like a little bit of an improv sketchy thing, but at the same time, she was like grabbing my nipples and kind of like not pinching them hard, but just kind of like rubbing them and, and, and kind of simulating some kind of sexual act. And she was like, oh, look at those. Oh, look at they're so, oh, they're getting hard. Eh, oh, look at, uh. and, and this went on for like, you know, like a good minute. And then you remember, this is a woman I've never met in my life. The only association I have is that I, I know the woman who she's with. And I'm just standing there. I'm, I, I'm a little bit flabbergasted. It doesn't feel good. 
But at the same time, it's a little awkward. This girl's committed to this bit. And I'm like, how do I handle this? So I kind of kind of thought, oh, here's how I deflect it. I'll get her to stop immediately. I said, oh, well, if you're going to if you're going to tweak my nipples, I guess I'm going to tweak yours. And I kind of pretended to reach for them. Oh, I had no intention of grabbing them. And she's like, oh, no, you don't get to touch mine. And suddenly her skit turned serious for a moment. I was like, okay, retreat, retreat, retreat. That that failed. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll deflect it with humor. I'll try and gross her out. And so she's she's squeezing my little man nipples. And mine are little tiny things. They look like lizard eyes. And I started saying, oh, hey, that feels great. Uh, luckily for me, I'm lactating. And that just kind of, she's like, ooh, ah, ooh. And I said, I said, you better watch it. They're going to squirt. She's like, oh, like, ooh, they're getting hard. I like and then I, I thought, man, I got. I said, said they're full of koala milk. And then the woman that I knew turned to me and she's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And I was like, "Well, your friends standing here like groping my man nipples." And suddenly I started to feel like the bad. I was just like, finally it ended. And to be honest, it was all kind of funny. It was a good. It was kind of a good time. I actually kind of liked it. I don't I didn't like the nipple rubbing part but I just it was kind of such an odd weird thing I it kind of amused me And I know this will sound sexist but I don't care I'm a man and this is how I thought in the moment at least I'm honest The woman that was fondling my lizard eyes was kind of pretty hot she was like this hot kind of voluptuous blonde and part of me was like, damn, girl. I'm not, it's not every day I get a hot blonde walking up and playing, you know, adjusting the radio dials on my areolis. So maybe that's why I tolerated it. And is, is that sexist? I don't care. I'll be honest, if it was, if it was a, if it was a, Ugly girl and kind of fat and gr- I, I probably w- would have just stepped back. That's the way the kind of the world works. I'm sorry. Sometimes when when there's beauty involved, it it alters the equation. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I'm being honest. If a big fat girl with buck teeth and pimples walked up and started fondling my tits, I'd step back. Faster than a suicide guy at a subway station just before he changed his mind about jumping. But when there's a hot girl doing stuff, you're kind of, oh, I don't really like this, but she's pretty. Damn. It's just the way it is. You can call it sexist. I'm just going to call it, hey, that's the way my mind was operating in the moment. Oh, Harlan, you're so sad. I think we might need to get you some. You might have to take some some um, some some kind of sex uh, counseling. So some kind of. We might have to put you in some kind of manhandling, um, you know, group therapy. Yeah, but I didn't do it. She did. It doesn't matter. the The fact that you 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 liked it because she was pretty really says a lot, and we're really worried. Oh, shut up. What's wrong with the world? Anyways, moving on. 
moving on from that, um, speaking of getting your nipples tweaked and being inappropriate, how about my Aunt Ruthie? Um, as you know, I have a premium account set up, and uh, it's only $20 a year. You can get it at, uh, at harlanwilliams.com or on your iPhone. You can download the Harlan Highway app. Just type in the Harlan Highway on your cell phone in your app store. You can download the app for free. You can listen to the podcast, the, the most current 50 episodes for free. But if you want to upgrade and get the premium access, you get all kinds of bonus material for $20 a year. That's, that's like going to a movie and buying popcorn. That's $20. But you get it all year. Um, but you get all this bonus material, and one of the uh, one of the bonus clips that uh, just came out is uh, one of my favorite characters, Aunt Ruthie, who I know a lot of you write and call and tell me you love. And so uh, usually Aunt Ruthie just phones and leaves me phone messages, and I never get to talk to her. I always miss her. But on this occasion, she actually, like, caught me and... In this special, uh, this is just a clip, a small little clip of the pre- premium content, but she caught me and she was reminiscing about how when I was a little boy, I used to sit on her lap and she'd read Curious George kids books to me, the little monkey. And so she got sentimental and she called and she wanted to read Curious George to me over the phone. And so if you're a premium member, you can hear the whole story. Um, and if you're not a premium member, you can't, but I thought I'd tease you guys to entice you to become premium members and give the people who aren't premium members a little sample clipping of Aunt Ruthie calling me to ask if she can read me some Curious George. Here we go. And I was wondering if, you know, if maybe possibly I could just, you know, while we're on the phone, I could read you one of the Curious George stories with that little hairy fucking uh, ape. Well, I, th- I think he's a monkey, uh, Aunt Ruthie. I mean, whatever. He looks, to be honest, he looks Armenian to me. I've never seen so much hair. Aunt, Aunt Ruthie, now let's... Uh... Let's. Would you would you mind, little angel? Would you mind if I, if I if I just read you the story of Curious George, just one of them, real quickly? Would would do Aunt Ruthie's heart a world of good? Well, uh, that's a little awkward, but. Oh, don't be so shy, little angel. Come on, you little fuck. Aunt Ruthie. Come on, let Aunt Ruthie read to you, Curious George. I mean, look look at this hairy little fuck. He looks like a baby Robin Williams. He's got so much hair all over. Okay, Aunt Ruthie, yes. Go ahead, and, and then I've got to... I've got to get going. I've got things to do. I understand you, Hollywood hotshot, little angel. Here, okay, here we go. Curious George. And I'll read you the story, and then I'll tell you what the picture says. You mean what the picture looks like? Whatever. Excuse you. No, I mean... Can I read, please, little angel? Yes, yes, Aunt Ruthie. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. This is George. He lived in Africa. He was a good little monkey and always very curious. And in the picture, he's swinging around on a tree eating a banana. But, you know, if you ask me, it looks like he's sucking a yellow cock, if you ask me. Aunt Ruthie! I'm just saying, it's a very phallic image, and the monkey's got this 
fucking naughty grin on his face like he just came from like a monkey gay bar or something Aunt Ruthie, can we... Okay, let's keep going. One day, George saw a man. He had on a large yellow straw hat. The man saw George, too. What a light, what a nice little monkey, he thought. I would like to take him home with me. Uh, hello, can we get an amber alert in the African jungle? This fucking perv wants to take the hairy little boy home. Aunt Ruthie! Okay, there you go, gang. That's just a little tiny clip. It wouldn't be right if I played any more because then the premium members would be like, hey, what the hell, I'm a premium member. That is a very, very short clip of a much, much longer segment. Uh, And these are the types of uh, things you get exclusively with your premium membership. I I think 20 bucks a year is is well worth it, if you ask me. Uh, So uh, check it out. I hope you enjoy it. And premium members... uh, who have already heard this clip. Thank you for being premium members. Much more to come. And uh, as I said, I hope I hope you folks that aren't there yet will uh, jump on board. All the uh, proceeds go to help keep the podcasts and all the material motoring along. And now let's get back to our previously scheduled program. Hi, this message is for Harlan Williams. This is um, Trevor calling, and I was listening to your show the other day about putting three things on your refrigerator. Uh, Not New Year's resolutions, but just things you wanted to accomplish so 2016 wouldn't just fly by and you didn't have nothing to show for it. I thought that was a great idea. I was going to share three things real quick that I was going to do. Number one, um, I have a carbuncle right on the smack dab on the center of my chode and I need to get that lanced or popped or or frozen off with the liquid nitrogen or something like that I'm going to get that squared away I think if I can if I can do that sort of for my health I think I'll put a whole different paint job on 2016 Um, next I want to learn how to do backflips because right now if I introduce myself to somebody uh, I just, you know, regular old introduction. I put my hand out. I say, hi, my name's Trevor. I get a lot of, you know, oh, well, hi, it's nice to meet you. And they don't sound all that enthusiastic. I think, do a couple backflips. Stick the landing. Put my hand out. Hi, my name's Trevor. I think I'm going, I think that'd bring a whole different kind of panache to my introductions. And I think I'd, I'd meet a lot more fun and interesting people that way. Number three, uh, I have a mayonnaise collection, and I just been—I've been putting it off. I've been letting it kind of languish over the last couple years, um, and I'm going to really double down on getting my mayonnaise collection um, really beefed up. Uh, I've got jars. I've got a whole—I've got hundreds of different jars uh, going back to like 1967. All the all the brands, all the vintage labels, and everything like that. People say, "Hey, that mayonnaise isn't good anymore." But it, as long as you don't open the jar, it's fine. It's fine. It's still good in there from from even back from 1960s. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to really I'm going to get on eBay. I'm going to get on whatever I can and just and really kind of just spruce it up. 
So, hey, Harlan, I just want to say thank you for inspiring me to really get some things done in 2016. I'm excited, and I just I can't wait to just take the world by storm. I love listening to your podcast. I love you. I can't wait until the next podcast comes out. I'll talk to you later, sweetie Petey. Chicken chow mein, baby. Bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, can you say sarcasm? <laughs> I love it, man. You know, I suggested in 2016, you know, people put three uh, things, write three objectives on the on a piece of paper and stick them to their fridge, you know, as a motivational tool, as a as a little reminder, a way to chalk up some accomplishments. <laughs> and I meant it in, in full sincerity. I think this gentleman, Trevor, uh, is taking the piss out of me a little bit, but it's it actually, he ma- you made me laugh, Trevor. And, and so just to, just to review <laughs> what you want to do in 2016, let's just review Trevor's objectives real quickly. Here, here they are. In order, one, two, and three. Number one, um, I have a carbuncle right on the smack dab on the center of my chode, and I need to get that lanced or popped or or frozen off with the liquid nitrogen or something like that. Um, Next, I want to learn how to do backflips. Number three, uh, I have a mayonnaise collection, um, and I'm going to really double down on getting my mayonnaise collection um, really beefed up. Hi, my name's Trevor. Well, there you go, Trevor. Uh, thank you for your call. An incredible, uh, incredible objectives to, to shoot for in uh, 2016. Unbelievable. Hi, my name's Trevor. Yes, Trevor. Yes, I, I think I think you got some really good a really good plan there. I think I think it's going to be a a good year. Hi, my name's Trevor. Yep, going to be a good year, Trevor. Hi, my name's Trevor. Okay, yeah, got it. Hi, my name's Trevor. Okay. Hi, know, my name's Trevor. We know who you are. Hi, Tre- my name's Trevor. We know who you are. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Best of luck in 2016, Trevor. Hi, my name's Trevor. Hold on. Roger, hang up on him. Why are you holding that card up? There's someone on the phone? Who is it? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's let's put him through. Uh, Here we go. I'm not surprised by this phone call. Okay, Roger, just, just keep him on hold for one second so I can fill in fill in the audience here uh the other day we 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 had a call with uh, kim jong-un from north korea the the uh the reclusive dangerous uh communist leader and uh we were talking he was talking about his nuclear ambitions and uh how he uh you know you'd have to listen to the to the interview to to get it and now i guess in response we it's colonel lieutenant to Tom Dowdy, okay. This this is a uh, an, an army veteran. Uh, Tom Dowdy was uh, in Vietnam. He was in the Korean War. He's been seen time in Afghanistan, uh, Iraq. Uh, this guy's done it all. And uh, let let's put him through and get his reaction. I think it's important we get someone from the United States military to respond to uh, you know Kim Jong Un and and the. Uh, 
his his nuclear ambitions. Put him through. Uh, hello, uh, uh, Colonel Tom. Are you are you there, sir? How are you, citizen? Uh, I'm I'm good, sir. Um, it it's great to have you uh, here. Thank you, thank you very much. We are uh, we are in some volatile times, citizen, and. Uh, I uh, I can't say we're uh, as a country, as a uh, democratic free country, we are uh, we are in a safe a safe place right now. Well, I, I I can't argue that, sir. There's a lot of volatility in the world. Uh, there is uh, all kinds of stuff springing up uh, everywhere. You got that right, civilian. You got that right. You you are a go. Pardon me, sir. You are a go civilian. You are, you are clear. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. I'm a go, and I'm clear for what, sir? You are. You are clear to. You're clear to go. Um, s- sir. Uh, civilian. Uh. <laughs> You're, uh, you've been cleared. Uh, that is a go. Okay, well, I'm just going to move on, uh, c- Lieutenant uh, Colonel. That's what I said. You're clear to go. Um, you heard the interview with uh, Kim Jong-un. Disgusting, vile human being. He's the reason that we have men and women in uniform. I can tell you that right now. If I ever uh, saw that little Chinese midget, I'd skin him alive, make a carpet out of him, and put him in front of my fireplace like a Chinese skin rug. Sir, 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 the, the, he's he's not Chinese, sir. He's uh, he's uh, North Korean. You're gonna tell me what he is, civilian. Let me tell you something. I spent five years in the jungles in Vietnam. I had ants, caterpillars, and praying mantis crawling all over my cock 24 hours a day. I had electric eels swimming up my asshole. And I had... Sir, sir, if you could just... I understand you did some hard time in, in Vietnam deep in the jungle. And you're going to tell me that I'm not going to get that Chinese midget and make a Chinese skin rug? Sir, he's, he's not Chinese. All right, civilian. You, 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 you play this hand however you want. But let me tell you, when I was in Vietnam doing my tour of duty, my platoon, they knew... The French Lieutenant Colonel Corporal Tom Dowdy didn't take bullshit from anyone. And if I saw a gook hiding in the weeds, I pretty much lit him up like a fucking Chinese firecracker. Okay, sir, they weren't Chinese. They were Vietnamese in Vietnam. Can, can we just get to <sighs> Kim Jong-un and, and your reaction to him detonating, testing a nuclear bomb, and in fact a neutron bomb. Absolutely, civilian. Absolutely. This is serious bullshit. 
All right, you don't mess around with nuclear warheads. I have to agree with you, uh, 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 Captain, Lieutenant, uh, Corporal, uh, Deputy uh, D- Dowdy. Well, let me tell you something. Have you ever heard of this thing, drop, duck, and roll? Yes, that was something they, they instituted, I think, back in the 60s during the Cold War with Russia, that they, they literally had training sessions with, with people and children in schools where they said, you know, in the event of a nuclear attack, drop, you know, duck and roll under your desk and cover your head and all that stuff. Exactly. Those were the good old days, civilian. Nowadays, people are walking around, staring into their cell phones. They might as well be, uh, you know, fucking uh, Portuguese fucking circus clowns sucking on a corn dog. Um, I'm not sure I follow that, sir. Well, if you had done time in the Vietnam jungle the way I had, you ever have leaf cutter ants? Crawling up the backside of your nutsack, sucking on pine cone grease. Sir, sir, if we could get, if we could get back to the the nuclear testing. Well, civilian, you mentioned drop, tuck, and roll. Well, I got something else. Every American citizen needs to protect themselves in the event of a North Korean nuclear detonation. I, I understand, so I don't think it's likely, but... Well, some people thought that Vietnam wasn't likely, but when was the last time you had a bowl of hot and sour soup, civilian? Um, a couple of weeks ago. Well, you can go fuck a pussy. Sir, if you could, if you could knock off, we're not in the barracks. I, I don't, I don't think we need that kind of talk. Well, I have a solution, civilian. If we ever have a nuclear confrontation with North Korea, and we do not have the inclination to drop, tuck, and roll, here's what I suggest. Yes, sir. We're all ears. We all want to be safe. We all want to be protected. What What is your plan of action in the event of a, a nuclear attack? Hiya. P- pardon me, sir? Hiya. Hiya, sir? Hiya. Hi, hi, hiya to you, too. Are you saying hi to me, sir? Hiya. 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 Sir, why do you keep saying hiya? That's your form of self-defense, civilian. That is your last line of defense against those fucking North Korean nuclear assholes. Sir, if you could dial down the language a bit, what exactly is Haya? That's military code. It's a uh, code that I designed myself, and uh, I have offered it up to uh, the powers that be at the Pentagon. Uh, at this point in time, it has been uh, declined, but I will uh, keep going. I tend to be very persuasive when it, uh, when it comes to uh, matters of uh, military expertise. 
Okay, well, I, I guess we're always open for, like I said, protecting. What does HIA stand for, sir? In, in, in the event of a nuclear attack, a nuclear detonation, w w what is HIA? Hide in your ass. S excuse me? Hide in your ass. HIA. Wait a minute. HIA. Hide in your ass? HIA. HIA? Hide, uh, hide in your ass. H, hide, I, in, Y, your, A, ass. Hide in your ass, civilian. Sir, what 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 does that even mean? Well, most people nowadays, in a population base of almost 350 million in the United States of America. Most of us won't have the opportunity to drop, tuck, and roll. Would you agree, civilian? That's true. There's millions of people in the streets, out in parks. Exactly. There's, there's probably nowhere to go. If you think about it, your anal cavity is a perfect place to hide your precious head. Sir? I want everyone to train. I've done it myself. If you swing your head down fast enough between your knees, if you really push the velocity of your upper body down in between your knees, let your head swing up right towards your ass cheeks, let your anus loose, and your head will get sucked right up your asshole. Hiya. Sir, come on. Hiya. Hiya. Sir, are you telling me that if a nuclear blast goes off, people should swing their upper bodies down so their head whips through their between their legs and comes up to the crack of their buttocks and their head is swallowed up by their own their own asshole. You got it, soldier or civilian. You're not a soldier, are you? No, sir, I'm not. All right, then I'm going to stick with civilian, you son of a whore. Sir, if you could stop the la I don't think this Haya thing is going to work. When you play football, what do you do, civilian? What do you mean? How do you protect your head? With a helmet? And when you play hockey, what do you do to your head to protect it? Y you put a helmet on it. And what do you do when you're swinging at home base in a baseball game? What's that sitting right up on your fucking melon, civilian? A, a protective helmet. What do you do when you ride a motorcycle, civilian? I wear a helmet. I get where this is going. What do you do when you skydive? I, I wear a helmet. Even children on bicycles and skateboards wear a helmet, civilian. So guess what? If you're walking around in the park or down the street just picking your nose, minding your own business, and all of a sudden a North Korean mushroom cloud fills the sky, hiya. Sir, I don't think... People are going to shove their own heads up their asses, and they're going to wear their ass like a hockey helmet. You hear me, civilian? I'm talking about saving American lives. Listen to me real close.
civilian, I'm only going to say this one more time. Listen real close. Hiya. Sir, can you stop with the highest stuff? People are not going to wear their own asses as a helmet. I'm telling you, you got a protective layer of colon. You got a protective layer of ass blubber. Especially the fat people, goddammit. These fat fuckers are going to outlive even cockroaches after the nuclear blast goes off. If you can swing your own fucking head up your asshole and protect yourself from a nuclear blast. You are going to live. That's why I'm here talking to you today, civilian. Wait for it. Wait for what, sir? I said wait for it, civilian, because here it comes. What? What is coming? I told you to stand down, civilian. Here it comes. Three. Sir, can you knock it off? You know what? I think you've dragged this out a bit. We're, we're not shoving our own heads up our asses if the bomb goes off. And I'll tell you what. If you lubricate your asshole with Campbell's cream of mushroom soup or any type of ready whip, some kind of uh, peanut butter, skippy peanut butter around the edge of your asshole, your, ha- your head will slide up that fucking pipe so fast Sir, thank you very much. Goodbye. You say goodbye. I say... Hiya. Stop. Goodbye. Hiya. Goodbye. Hiya. Goodbye, sir. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Get him off, Roger. What the... Holy shit. Hide in your ass? Hiya? What the... You know, I keep thinking this guy's going to call in and have some some real helpful information for us, and I get higher. Let's let's end the... I got to end the show. Now I'm all flustered. I'm picturing people walking around in the mushroom cloud in the air and a bunch of people walking around like circus clowns with their heads up their asses. Higher. Hide in your ass. Good Lord, is it any wonder that people want to bomb us? Jeez, I'm going to wrap it up. Let's let's do some announcements here. Um, by the way, if you want to share your, your, your New Year's resolutions or objectives with, with me the way Trevor did, uh, please feel free. Love to hear them. Uh, you can call me and leave a message about anything you want, really. doesn't have to be that, but... Uh, I'm at 323-739-4330. It's just an answering machine. You you won't have to talk to anybody, so you could say anything you want, sing, dance, curse, read a poem, whatever you want. It's your forum, and if I like your message, I'll put it on the show. So many of you pavement pounders have have appeared on the on the uh, podcast, and I love it. I love hearing your voices. And ladies, don't be afraid. I, we do get the ladies calling, but not enough. We always love to hear from the ladies. Hey, ladies. Okay, that got creepy. 
Um, so 323-739-4330, or if you forget the number, go to harlandwilliams.com, and the number's right there on, on my website. Also, there's a, uh, there's a link. If you're not comfortable talking on the phone, you can uh, write me. And as you know, I very often read your emails on the show as well. So please, I love to get your feedback. It is awesome. Uh, while you're there, check out the uh, harlowilliams.com uh, store. We're always putting in new products, strange, unusual pieces of art. Um, there's there's original pieces of art you can buy that I have uh, I have done. There's there's hand drawn T-shirts that I have drawn uh, personally onto T-shirts, one of a kind T-shirts. There's books, there's music, there's digital downloads, there's T-shirts, there's, oh my God, DVDs, movies, all kinds of stuff, gang. So check it out, harlemwilliams.com. Now let's jump to, um, let's jump to uh, my stand-up comedy date. Starting in February is when it all kicks off. Uh, February, uh, Wednesday, the 3rd of February, I will be in Tampa, Florida at the Improv. That's uh, February 3rd until February 6th, Wednesday through Saturday. Amazing club. Please come down. And then the following week, I'm a little bit north up in Orlando, February 11th to the 14th. Woohoo! Again, the Improv in Orlando, the Improv in Tampa. And then at the end of February, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona at the House of Comedy in Scottsdale. Beautiful new club. I love it there. That's going to be uh, February 25th to the 28th. And then going into March, uh, I will be in Houston, uh, March 10th to the 13th. Actually, yeah, 10th to the 13th, uh, Houston, uh, Texas at the Improv. But for my full comedy schedule and to order your tickets immediately, just go to harlemwilliams.com and click on the, uh, co- the stand-up comedy link. Also, a little quick reminder, you heard Aunt Ruthie uh, earlier in the show, premium content, reading Curious George to me. Uh, it just gets crazier when you hear the whole segment. 20 bucks a year, and you're going to get stuff like that all year long, live stand-up comedy stuff. My other podcast called Let's Have a Fight, we've got some really great fights coming up. Uh, it's, it's an amazing deal, and it helps support what we do here at uh, harlandwilliams.com and the Harland Highway. So uh, thanks in advance. I hope you had a good time today, gang. Um, And, uh, wow, we look forward to uh, seeing you the next time. Uh, Don't forget to download the app, the Harland Highway, for your phone. Just go to your app store and type in the Harland Highway, and you're in for free. So that's it. I'm going to skedaddle. I'm going to go hide in my ass. Good Lord. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Hi, my name's Trevor.